Hello, Texans. We are back. Mark Vandermeer and John Harris with you. Let's do this as I love that new open. I love names on <laughs> the open in the highlights. We very <laughs> often have these, you know, so-and-so throws the ball to so-and-so. Oh, nondescript twi- quarterback throws the ball to nondescript <laughs> receiver and scores a touchdown. But we decided, you know what, we've got these young players. Let's go Mills. Let's go Nico. Let's just do it. Let's just put it out there in the universe. You mean 2021? That, I mean, all, all the sounders for 2021. Every highlight of the season is in that open. I'm just kidding. There were some moments, though, and we wanted to hey. express our pleasure with that because it, it was a pleasure to see those guys do those things in the Charger game, the Jaguar game. You know, they had four wins. They had some moments. We thought we'd highlight them. We move into 2022. Okay, let me ask you a question. This yeah. is just uh, – I'm just, I'm just riffing because that obviously is what we do on radio. Mm-hmm. Riff. You trade – would you trade a Chargers win mm. for a full comeback and win over the Titans in Week 18? Would you Ooh. trade it? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, you talk about change the universe now. Yeah, yeah. because the Chargers might make the playoffs after Chargers that. Chargers might make the playoffs after that. You also would have the Chiefs as the number one seed. Oh, I hate that, though. I know, but the Titans would fall to, like, uh, I don't know if they go to two, maybe two. See, or three now or that four. I know that the Titans lost, I'm very happy about that mm-hmm. because I'm one of those bitter, shallow right. people as far as divisional yeah. opponents. We yes. all know that about me. Yeah. Uh, and oh, we did watch the Super Bowl last night, mm-hmm. Johnny. A couple of things about that, and we're going to get to a lot of things today. Right. Lovey and Nick's to-do list, a little bit on the Senior Bowl. Who knows where we go? Because this is the opening show of season eleven Ooh. of Texans All Access. Yes, we started it 10 years ago, 2012, with Arian Foster signing a contract. That was the first episode of Texans All Access with the press conference, and we had Arian on, and it was very cool. We used to do the show Tuesdays noon to 2 back then. Now, Mm -hmm. first day after the Super Bowl, Monday through Friday, 6 to 7, we'll be here every night with you, and we're going to have a good time. By the way, tomorrow, Lovey Smith joins us, exclusive conversation with the head coach. Now that he's deep into his tenure as head coach of the Texans. All right, a week in, but, hey, he'll have some more stuff to say, so I'm looking forward to that. I mean, yeah, in the first four or five days of being a head coach, I mean, there are a million things yeah. happening, mm-hmm. a million things. So, you never know, maybe coach lets something slip that he's not supposed to, but maybe something <laughs> slips like he tells us an assistant coach because we're getting our information from you know our yeah. sources and yeah. people that cover this great sport, and we're but we can't. I mean, we could say sources say, yeah. you know, the, the the Texans will wait as they typically do, wait till the entire staff is named, and then they will go ahead and put it all out there. But which makes sense. Plenty of changes, mm-hmm. plenty of changes. But I think the biggest ones, obviously, Lovey taking over as head coach, uh, and the Pep Hamilton stepping in as uh, as OC, which uh, is going to be which is going to be pretty exciting. And a lot of people at the end of the year were thinking, man, Pep, Pep's got to stay. We got it. We got to keep Pep. Pep's got to be around. He did great work with Davis Mills, as you pointed out earlier. You know, hearing. Mills name and I know there's been a lot of talk this this offseason and throughout the the end of the season we talked about it too is Davis is he the future what is he I mean look right now he's a starting quarterback right that's what he is he's a starting quarterback and he's looking to become the face of the franchise and hopefully he gets there I mean that would be awesome to have a third rounder that ends up getting to that point of being the face of the franchise but it's a big year he's got an offseason to train uh-huh he doesn't have to deal with COVID like he was dealing with it getting uh, into the draft He's got a full offseason to train. He's got all his guys. They know him. He knows them. And I said this, uh, I think it may have been Texans Monday, the last day. 
the Sunday that we played the Titans, I'll never forget it. Malik Collins, and I hope Malik is, is able to come back too because of what he's able to do for this team uh, down in the trenches. But I saw Malik. Malik did a, a press conference, and he was walking back to the locker room, and Davis was coming out. Davis was coming over to do his, and Malik was going in. And Malik stopped him. And I couldn't hear what they were saying there across the hall. But Malik just put his hand out and just shook his hand. You could tell. He, I mean, you you read body language. Yeah. You could just see Malik saying, you got this. Like, you can do this, man. You, you, He came a long way in gaining the respect of veterans the way he played. And I think Pep was a big part of that for Davis Mills. And hopefully that just continues and that relationship grows and grows with Pep now as the O.C. I would have loved to see in that Titan game, if you could have gotten the ball back, what Mills was going to do. Yeah. I'm not saying they win the game, right. but it would have been nice to see if he could have done it. Yep. You'd have a chance to win the game. Uh, but we'll talk a bunch about what's going on this offseason so far. Lovey Smith, the head coach of the Houston Texans, named one week ago. Super Bowl in the books. A little bit on that here. As I'm watching that game, I'm thinking – all right, gut reactions here. Why don't you and I just mm -hmm. share some of ours? And I know that a lot of people have uh, – been over this territory, the Super Bowl territory, but we have some unique perspective and Texans perspective through some Texans lenses here. All right, one thing I'm looking at here, Johnny, I'm watching the Bengals play. What a remarkable postseason for them, yep. winning these games at the wire. I mean, the Raiders could have beaten them, right? Yeah. They could have lost any one of these games yeah. leading in, and they happen to lose the Super Bowl, and they could have won the Super Bowl. We all saw it. Yep. They could have, would have, should have won the Super Bowl. They didn't win it. But I was thinking you could put – anyone, almost any NFL playoff team in the game last night, and they would have had a reasonable shot to beat the Rams. And this is taking nothing away from the Bengals. I, th I think it just shows the parity of the league right now. I mean, obviously the Chiefs could have beaten the Rams last night. The Titans, if they had played their game, you know, if Henry was sharpened up after a couple of weeks. They beat the Rams already this year. Yeah. I mean, they could have beaten the Rams. Yep. Uh, the Raiders, I would think so. I mean, I, that probably would be my slimmest chance yep. of doing it. The Buffalo Bills, are you kidding? The Bills and the Chiefs are the Super Bowl favorites heading into next year already, yep. named a day later after the Rams won the Super Bowl. I thought the Rams would win the game by more than they did. I was rooting for the Bengals all the way. I wanted the Bengals to win that game, make no mistake. But I thought the Rams would win. It was a lot closer than I thought it would be. And Stafford with the two picks. I know one was a deflection, but one was ridiculous, that long heave. And that kept the Bengals in the game. That missed no call on the OPI on the Bengals touchdown to open the third quarter yeah, Higgins on was horrible. horrible. I mean, they've got to catch that. And I was happy about it because I want the Bengals to win. But that was an awful missed call. And then at the end of the game, they're calling everything. Well, so it was well, inconsistent. Yes, they did call a lot, but they missed mm -hmm. a bad one. At the end of the game? At the end of the game. What did they miss? So the ball was down inside the the Rams that got it down or inside the five like five or six yard line right right somewhere in that that range. And there is a clear false start. I mean, blatant false start to a point where like, oh, they moved, and I'm waiting for the flag, and I can't quite hear the broadcast, so I'm thinking they're gonna stop. I'm, I'm you know listening for a whistle, but I can't. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And so I they let the play go. That's the one where there was holding on Havenstein. Oh, my gosh. And Cup got hit in the end zone. There's a false start on that? I've, I've got to go watch it again. Oh, you got to see it. It's bad. I mean, bad, bad. Like, obvious bad. And they didn't blow the whistle. So, if they blow the whistle and stop that play, then 
they're now back at the, I don't know, 11? Yeah. They're at the 6, they're at the 11. And now it's that much more difficult because I'm trying to think game management-ish at the end. Like, okay, I mean, you want to score. You really do want to score. But you want to run some of this time off yes. because you're only going to be able to go up a field goal. Right. So they're going to have an opportunity to go out and kick a field goal at a minimum to tie. So you, it would be nice if you could burn some of this. But all of a sudden, there's a false start. You move back. They can call it. So now you got the offsetting. They offset, replay the down. I can't remember what happened on second down, but on third down, then Cup gets the the holding by Logan Wilson, which, by the way, wasn't holding. I think that's what screwed everybody that up. That was a bad. That was a bad. Call. It wasn't holding. Mm-hmm. I think it was DPI. I oh, think you it think it was? Okay. I think it wasn't the initial part where Cup crossed him. I think it was when Cup crossed him, and then Wilson came back over. I think contact. that's where contact. Yeah, I, I think call it contact. Call it DPI. Mm-hmm. Whatever. It, I feel like there's a penalty. I don't think it was holding. I think that was the tricky part, as they called that. But got to give it up for Cooper Cup, man. I oof, I thought he was absolutely tremendous. He took a shot in the end zone. I didn't know if in a regular season game, I, it's, I mean, somebody calls down and says, hey, oh, you got to take him you, out of the you, game. Yeah, you have you to check him out. You, you got to check, check him out. out. But it's and a it, Super Bowl. And but. he popped right back up after the hit. I'll give him that. He, he, it was a little worse for wear, but he popped up and – Nobody took him out. And then he ends up making that catch against Eli Apple, who, by the way, he, Eli oh, Apple was oh. getting tortured right. by NFL players on Twitter. Look, last it's night. hard. It's hard to cover <laughs> Cooper Cup, you know. And, and you hear you are on the biggest stage. Everybody's watching, and you know. The, here's my problem with the approach, and I'm not saying I have a better way to fix it, but man, you, I mean, you've, you got to put three guys on Cooper Cup yeah. uh, at the at that point. There's no Odell Beckham anymore. You know, Robert Woods has been out for a couple of months or whatever it is. Where are they going, right? Yeah. Skoranek is not going to catch the game-winning touchdown no. of the Super Bowl, but he might, I guess. Cooper Cup is going to be Stafford's guy. He made up his mind. I am going to Cooper Cup. And they weren't able to stop it. My thing about P.I. calls is they have those orange gloves, the Bengals. Yeah. You wrap that orange glove around a white uniform, they see it on the yep. abs. You're just inviting. You're daring the official to throw the flag. So if he throws it, don't be so surprised. Yeah. That's my thought. So you said we we're going to talk about Senior Bowl. We are going to talk about Senior Bowl 2022. Mm-hmm. But there were two guys last night, and they, they're arguably two of the top five players in the world right now, that both showed it at the Senior Bowl. And you mentioned Cooper Cup. When Cooper Cup went to the Senior Bowl in 2017, I just remember there being all this talk about a three-time FCS All-American, and okay, he's an FCS guy. He's not Division One, and all these D- D1 DBs are like, oh, I'm on a piece of him. Oh, I look at him; he looks like a surfer boy. I mean, look at him. Cooper Cup destroyed everybody, and he would he would get up on a guy. He'd hot foot, he'd shake him, he'd be wide open and do it every single time. And he'd take the ball after he caught it, he'd run back to the coach, he'd hand it to him, he'd get back in line. And he just ate dude's lunch. And it was like at first, DBs were like, no, no, I got him this time. Mm. And then that guy would get whipped. And then the next guy would go, no, I want it. Like everybody was, by day three, was like, no, 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 we're good, we're good. Y'all got him. He <laughs> ate them alive. And it was amazing because that's what he's continued to do with the Rams. But my very first senior bowl was 2014. And I happened to be down at the old stadium at Lad Peebles. And down in the corner, there's fencing. And, you know, just like chain link, chain link fencing. I was standing there, and I saw Art Bryles. 
who has been in the news about potentially being the offensive coordinator at Grambling for Hugh Jackson. Anyways, wow. Art Browse is down there, and I had gotten to know Art a little bit so that when we would see each other out, we kind of, hey, you know, we, you know, facial recognition sort of thing. We sit and chat. So, you know, I've got a big time coach. I want to get his thoughts. And so we're standing there, and right as we're standing there, the defensive lineman come running down from the other side. Stand next to Art. I'm like, hey, Art, tell me about you guys. And so he started to talk about um, Kendall Wright, the wide receiver, talk about some other guys, oh talk about his quarterback. And so right at that point, they start one on ones between the offensive lineman and the defensive lineman. And he points over at his guy, Cyril Richardson. And he goes, and John, I'm telling you, that guy right there, that's top 25. He is a first rounder. And Mark, I'm telling you, not as soon as those words came out of his mouth, Aaron Donald absolutely destroyed him. I mean, destroyed him and just took him and lifted him and put him back in the, you know, the quarterback. There's always a coach who's access to the quarterback. And right. Donald just picked, literally got underneath him, picked him up, and Richardson is going backwards. And Coach Bryles is standing there telling me he's a first-rounder. He's going to be a first-rounder. And I remember thinking in my mind, like, Coach, if that guy's a first-rounder, then Aaron Donald might be the best that ever lived. And it's come out that yep. Aaron Donald's pretty darn close pretty good. to the best that's ever lived. And, Mark, he did that everybody at the entire senior bowl that year everybody it didn't matter whether he went against richardson whether he went against other centers and guards it's i was so conflicted because i was like is he that good or are these guys that lousy and so i leaned a little bit more towards these guys are that lousy but i realized boy this guy's good well a little bit later in the week i was up at the renaissance hotel and he was walking through the the hotel i was like maybe from you to me away maybe five feet away well he realized oh he forgot something he turns around, and he's looking me right in the eye. Mark, I realized, oh, that's Aaron Donald. Holy cow, he is six foot. Like, he's yeah. looking me right in the eyes, right in the eyes, which scared me, one. But two, I realized he's short. Dude, six foot, 285. Low center of gravity. Quick, nasty. And when they shoved him last night on the sidelines, you saw the Pittsburgh come out in him. Yeah. Oh, All yeah. of a sudden, the, the, Oakland, the Oakland part of Pittsburgh came out in him, and he just unleashed just like he did at the Senior Bowl. It was every single rep. No at one the could Senior handle Bowl. him. How nobody about, could talk. Nobody well, how could about stop the, last, him. the stop on third down oh. and the stop on fourth down? You That's decided at you that to point s- to single block him? Why at that point? This is what I don't understand. This is where I think. What well, do they think? It, what, Johnny, all right, I, so I, get, nuts. I get running. And look, I hate criticizing play calling. Actually, I don't when it's the other team. Right. Uh, but on third and short, it's third and two, right? Third and one. And they smash it straight forward, mm-hmm. and he's just he, – one arm yeah. just stops. Yeah. yeah. All right. And then fourth down, we all saw what happened. He right. whipped Burrow around. Yeah. Burrow flung the ball out there to P. Ryan. He wasn't going to die for it or whatever. He's right. getting some heat for that, but, like, easier said than done, I think. I don't think he thought Burrow was going to throw him the ball. I think he thought Burrow was going to be down, and so he never could react to it. I don't know. I never saw a different angle from it to see, like, how I'd close it I'd love to see another angle of that. But, they never showed it. Yeah. <laughs> 85 cameras in there or whatever it is. They couldn't show it. But okay. don't you have to – I didn't – and everybody in my living room will verify that I said this. I'm on the record in my <laughs> living room saying this, Johnny. Yeah. Fourth down, I said, I don't like the formation. I didn't I, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I thought it looks – I get spreading them out, but when Aaron Donald is there, you know – and the ball not only has to come out fast, it's got to be gone like it's as soon as it hits Burrow yep. because Aaron Donald, yep. he's, you see how quick he is. Yep. 
and he made that tremendous play. Look, it was an entertaining game. I was pulling for the Bengals. That meme is out there. It's a meme. It's a shot, whatever that. If Burrow has a split second to throw, he might be able to heave it long down the right sideline for a winning touchdown. Who knows? Yeah. Didn't get the chance. Because it was Chase on it was Chase on Ramsey. Yeah. And Ramsey was making sure that he didn't complete the, the short one. How about how entertaining these Super Bowls are lately? You know, and I heard Sean and Seth talking about it last week. Kids, in the eighties, the Super Bowls were yeah. terrible for the most yeah. part, right? Eighties and early nineties, just awful blowouts every time, and you're wondering when are we gonna get a good Super Bowl? You had the Bengals and the 49ers back in the day. That was nice. Uh, the second one with Montana to John Taylor, Boomer Esiason for the Bengals. Uh, but you had so many Super Bowls that were just horrible blowouts. Now you have so many great close games. Even the Rams, Patriots, all right, it was a low-scoring game. At least it was close, right? So you weren't oh, going to go to the refrigerator too much because you wanted to see if somebody was going to blow it open or, or erupt, go on some kind of run there. So I like these Super Bowls. Halftime show. I thought was pretty good as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, when I know all the songs in a rap show, <laughs> you know that they're big hits. Those are mega hits, man. That's, I was thinking about you last night like, man, I wonder what Mark thinks about this. Well, I thought I, I was fair. How I am I not going to like that? Look, they're all – they're not young people for the most part, okay? Correct. I mean, except for Kendrick Lamar, you know, everybody's like 40s and 50s. He's young-ish. Like, he's in his mid-30s. And he's not like a 22-year-old. No. Look, it's the Super Bowl halftime show. They're not going to go, all right, straight out of South Central. We have a <laughs> yeah. new young rap yeah. artist right. who's going to rock the world. No, these guys are staples. We've seen them in commercials. You know, totally mainstream people last night with very humble beginnings. And I love – I love what they did last night, and I, I love what they do business-wise, Dr. Dre, Snoop, all of them. All right, and best commercial, quickly, before we get on the to NFL Texans. One. The NFL commercial is the best With one. With the animation? The animation. I thought that was the best one. And, I, I mean, I'd like to say I was a homer, but I, my focus group was my son. When the Q, bouncing QR, QR code came up, mm -hmm. my son, who is very literal about things, was like, they spent $7 million on that. <laughs> and so he was not impressed. And so I asked him afterwards, like, which was your favorite commercial? And he's not a football fan at all. He goes, but he said the, the NFL animated commercial was my favorite. And that was mine, too. I loved it. It was great. Russ, ba Russ Blacklock got a cameo in that one. How about I, that? I know. It was it's, pretty cool. That was really cool how they I did that. I had a Chucky vibe from it a little bit. It was really. It was okay. Yeah. Now, what about Sopranos? Oh, uh, now, you had to see the show. And I didn't. I was paying attention, but I kind of wasn't. I saw the Jersey stuff, and then I saw Setriali with the what was the deli? Um, I forget Setrialis or something like that. I saw that pop up, and I was like, "This kind of has a Sopranos feel to it." And then when she gets out of the car, and I realized Wait, you weren't hearing the music. No, I couldn't hear the music. Oh, oh, so okay. I wasn't hearing the music. I wouldn't know. I mean, that. The, yeah, of course. I heard the when music. I, when I and heard I see the Jersey scenes, and I'm thinking, "Here we go. This is." Awesome. Whatever it is, I am here for it. I can't even tell you what it was a commercial for. I think it was for a car. It was for a car. Okay. Another electric, a lot of electric vehicle advertising in the Super Bowl. And then Meadow Soprano, real name Jamie Lynn Siegler, I yeah. think her name was, gets out and I see her go to hug a guy and I'm like, <gasps> then, it, then I dawned, yeah. it dawned on me what it was. I was like, oh, then I, I recognized to see it AJ again. with the first cut. They show a quick cut of him. I'm like, oh, it's AJ. I didn't, and I didn't, she gets – and her – I didn't catch that. The smile on her face right as they embrace was a very important cut, a very important shot to show in the edit. 
as they say, this car is for the new generation or a new generation, and you're just thinking, this is beautiful. This is really great because you, yeah. we're so disappointed with that Sopranos finale, and they revisit it, and the kids are all right, and you just feel great about the whole thing if you're a Sopranos fan. If you're not, you're like, what the heck is this? Yeah. I like the Barbie stuff. I'm not going to name all the products because we're not going to do that for them. But I think a lot of product services, they think it's worth it because you sink so much money into yeah. this, and everyone talks about it like we are yeah. now, and there's an extra impact to it. Well, somebody said in our meeting today, Whatever the the bouncing QR code was, no matter what my, my son Jack felt yeah. about it and what I felt about it, I mean, you can't help but just watch that thing. It crashed you, the website. It crashed the website. Mm -hmm. That's pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. That's pretty incredible that they had that idea and it crashed the website. But as far as just visually pleasing throughout the day, mm -hmm. it was – I thought it was good. I watched a little, a little bit of the pregame show. I thought it was a lot like what they had done throughout the year. I thought there were some blips and some hiccups uh, throughout the broadcast. They put uh, Mickey Guyton – instead of Mickey Guyton, they had Jeannie Iko's Jeannie Iko saying American Beautiful. and They kind of had that little blurb and that mess up. I thought there were some replays they should have shown that they didn't show. Oh, yeah. Times. They waited – what I was, was the like, one they waited until after the extra point to show a touchdown replay? I can't remember which one, but that's rare in the yeah. NFL. That's very collegiate to yeah, show felt really the replay after the extra point, right. not before. And I was thinking – and it wasn't like they were showing compelling shots. I'm uh -uh. thinking, you got to have that replay up instantly. Like that last play, that fourth and one. When he throws the ball at the P Ryan, mm -hmm. now I will give him the fact that there's a lot going on at that point they're trying to capture. I mean, you know, Aaron Donald, like the Rams are celebrating. Yes. I, like, I can understand. All the cameras that. are in celebration mode, and but the it, replay machines are not as focused on that play as they could have been. The But that would have been a good one to see. At some point, yes. That would have been a good one to see how close did that ball actually get. To P Ryan because from the side it looked like oh it was close I don't I don't know ultimately how close it was but it was an interesting game to talk about just from an X's no standpoint because the Rams kept running the damn ball and had no business doing it yeah the Bengals kept shutting it down well, what would you do if you're McVay you're not gonna trust Stafford on every throw you just no, can't. But you can't. He threw that bad pick in the first half. Yeah, I mean, there was that deflected one right after the Bengals took the lead, and the Bengals, look, they got a three out of it. Would have been nice for them to get a seven yeah, out of that. That to me was the biggest part of the game. When it's they're down three going in a half, they get the touchdown to take the lead on Higgins. Then they get the turnover, and it's like, put the nail in these guys right now. Yeah, they're struggling offensively. Mm -hmm. You go up ten. Mm. You could forget about it, but they don't. They have to settle for the field goal and only go up seven, and that to me was a killer. Yeah, it because were the, the Rams game. gonna were the Rams gonna score twice on you the way your defense was playing? I you really put the pressure on them, and they start to tighten up. Maybe, right. maybe you hope for that. I just think the way the Bengals stopped the run against the Titans, they did a pretty decent job. I mean, the Chiefs weren't. Yeah, the Chiefs are. A, are tough to compare because the Chiefs aren't really going to run the ball. I mean, they did with Mahomes, but in the second half, the Bengals pretty much shut them down. But the Rams did nothing. I mean, Reader and B.J. Hill and those guys up front just ate things alive. Ate it alive. And it just showed how just those additions of Reader and B.J. Hill, drafting Logan Wilson, uh, drafting Jermaine Pratt, the other players they brought in. The way the Bengals built that defense is just really – 
it's really interesting because they spent a lot of money on Reader. They spent a lot of money on Trey Hendrickson. They spent not a lot of money on Mike Hilton or Nickel. And those three guys were massively, massively important. But they drafted Jesse Bates in the second round, which was big. Um, and then they took kind of a cast off, in some sense, Chidobi Awuzie, number 22, who with the Cowboys really didn't stick. He gets to Cincinnati and it fits hand and glove. He has a yeah. great year. And so mix of draft and free agent, and they got that defense Would you pick around. him to go back, though? Man, you know you know how hard that is. Uh, it is so hard. And we'll Especially get to that. Especially the AFC. The AFC is really hard. A couple of other things about this game or aspects of it. Why I was rooting against the Rams. It's not that I don't like the Rams, although I don't. I don't like anybody, okay, no, except no. the people who play in this building. That's just how I am. That, you give me your repeat scenario and Lovey and Nick's to-do list. we got to get to Senior Bowl. We might have to continue this tomorrow, but we're going to continue it next here on Texans Radio. Mark Vandermeer, John Harris with you, Texans All Access. Great to have you with us for another season of Texans All Access, Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. Tune in every night. We'll be at the Combine in, what is it, Johnny, two weeks? Two weeks. Two weeks till Combine two shows. Weeks. And I'm looking forward to catching up with all our peeps around the league and talk about what's happening this offseason. All right, so happening this offseason may or may not include more players wanting to go to other teams, but they are currently under contract. Kyler Murray. Currently oh, under contract. Yeah. Well, okay. one thing I didn't like about this Super Bowl and the Rams winning it, I don't like the whole dream team thing and players trying to broker their way out. Now, I wouldn't know anything about it. I'm not even talking about a particular situation close to home. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. <laughs> I'm really not. Yeah. But And I, I don't behoove somebody from wanting to work in a certain place, right? Right. But the whole Stafford thing, it. I have nothing personally against Matt Stafford, and they traded for him fair and square and all of that, but I always felt like he was anointed this. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. It's the... The Lions stink. I'm like, well, the Lions haven't always had this stinky right. performance, okay? Right. They've had some winning seasons. They've been to some postseasons. And you don't pin it all on the quarterback, of course, but you don't completely exonerate him either for 12 years in Detroit and no playoff victories and only four winning seasons. I cannot completely let him off the hook for that. If he's that good, they should be better. Now, he's a good quarterback, yeah. and it made the difference for the Rams. There was that good meme, though which was the Leo DiCaprio with the drink pointing yeah. to the TV meme. Once upon a time in Hollywood, yeah. Yeah, and it's and it's Jared Goff watching TV, seeing Matthew Stafford throw two picks in the Super Bowl. Right. And I thought that was a great meme. But your thoughts on that kind of thing? I agree with you about the Stafford thing. I, I know I know Dre, if Dre were here, he would say, I told y'all, and, and, and he's right. Matthew Stafford is an extremely talented dude, smart. The arm. The arm is incredible. I mean, he's he had a but he had a support system around him this year that was, uh, I mean, five ten times we had Detroit. I mean, look, he had Megatron at times, and they had Sue on defense. They had some high level talent. They just didn't have it across the board. The Rams. I mean, if you think about the Rams, two how many if I, how, how three Hall of Famers on defense, maybe right? right? Single name guys like. Vaughn, A.D., uh, Jalen, Ramsey. I mean, guys that are on first name, like when you just say their first mm -hmm. name, Odell, mm -hmm. like you know exactly what you're talking about. Right. I mean, but they got – they. I mean, Andrew Whitworth, I mean, he's 40. 
I will say this about the Rams' offensive line. I I was a little bit surprised the Rams had such trouble trying to block the Bengals of the Rams' offensive line. I, I never thought the Rams' offensive line was great, but I thought it was good enough. Man, last night it was it was not good. But, you know, you lose Odell Beckham Jr., and and, and both Michaels and, and Collinsworth are saying, oh, my God, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? Odell Beckham's out. I'm like, throw it to the best receiver in the league. Yeah, exactly. It, it's not that hard. Exactly. It's not well, that hard. It would have been way. It would have been way more of a problem for them if Cup had gone right. out versus Beckham. Right. They were exactly. I, no one thought. Oh, they're going to be fine necessarily. But you cannot lose Cooper Cup. Oh. And I would have lost my mind if they made Stafford the MVP last night. Yes. It had to be Cup or right. Aaron Donald. It could not be Stafford last night. Not that he played badly. Uh-huh. He didn't deserve the MVP. Right. The MVP was Cup or Aaron Donald because of those last two defensive plays he made, yep. which were ridiculously good. I mean, just, just that just put the brakes on the Bengals. You know, when they got that first pass to Ramsey on their final drive, I thought, okay, here we go. Yeah. We're at least getting into field goal range here, are we not? And they couldn't do that. This is the one thing I thought about later on. It's a copycat league, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're going to spend, I don't know, we – NFL teams are going to spend a lot of time looking for the next Debo Samuel. Mm-hmm. They're going to be looking for the next Tyreek Hill. Um, you know who else was successful this year? Oh, they're going to try to find the next George Kittle. They're going to find oh who's the next Cooper Cup. Um, you know oh man, can we find a Jamar Chase? Which, I think I think some of those guys are in different categories. No, though. I I I I know, I, and I mean, I know you they're know all that. the same one. They're not like trying to find the next Debo Samuel is going to be like you can forget that. Yeah. I mean Debo's a, I mean Debo didn't even Debo Samuel didn't even know he's a Debo Samuel. Yeah. But I think there are, I'm not saying there are a lot of those guys either, but I'm saying that is the copycat aspect of this. I mean cuz the Rams just have great players. Right, man. but what I'm getting at is okay. how did the Rams get all those great players? Well, some of them joined the team late. They, they were claimed, not homegrown. Right. <laughs> right. They claimed OBJ, they yeah. traded a second. Now this is going to be tricky. They traded a second and a third. A second and a third. This leads me – now, I know what I'll say today. Do they have any picks ever <laughs> after what they gave up for Stafford? But they trade a second and a third for Vaughn Miller, who's an unrestricted free agent at the end of this year. What, right now. Well, well it March. worked. That's why I'm going to – if the Rams don't win the Super Bowl, they get skewered for that. But, hey, they won a Super Bowl. It's all good. Yeah. So, if we did that and we won a Super Bowl, I'd be like, meh. Yeah, second and third. Well, it I, I think – look, I'm not saying that Bill O'Brien automatically thought – they were going to go to the Super Bowl in 19, and maybe that's not why he did it anyway with the Laramie right. deal and all of that. Right. But, you know, you bring in Laramie for the investment they made, yeah. you're thinking, okay, we're rolling here. Right. Let's go. Let's go. And there they were, 24 to nothing. Jeez, did I bring yeah, up 24? That, that On the opening it. show of the season? Why? The season? Why are you bringing me down? Well, because, Johnny, but last no, – la- my, okay. my point in all, all that. Right, finish your point. Was and you gotta mention it with Laramie is how many teams will will I don't say look at the Rams method and go okay the Rams were in a spot where that could work for them mm-hmm. but are there gonna be some teams that are gonna be in that spot going all right bleep it didn't just the, all in didn't the Cardinals kind of kind of do that Ertz yeah what and what did get them it got him a and it got him an angry quarterback. <laughs> I know. And a bounced a bounced out first round awful looking game at L.A. So uh, they got the Cardinals have got some things to do. 
They got they got an offseason to try to make a quarterback. There's connection. a lot of drama coming. Everyone's talking about Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson sitting down next to the commissioner during the game, and where's yeah. Russell Wilson going? And there are a lot of potential destinations there, and we might have something brewing here. You never know. Yeah. So uh, a, a lot of drama there. But yeah, I, I just think that teams that are you know pushing their chips to the center of the table. Look, it worked out for the Rams. Right. I don't know if the Titans, you know. They look at being the number one seed and what happened. Are they thinking we got to make some kind of gigantic move at the most important position at the team or we're good? I know what they've said, right? but it has to be a discussion at some point. And then you got the Colts with that same position. Well, with Wentz, obviously he's got to be going somewhere, but what are you going to get for him and who are you going to get to replace him? Easier said than done to get somebody really great. Yeah, and they don't have a first-round pick this year because that went for Wentz. So if you're Jeez. gonna if you're gonna try and get in this, you know Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes if there is one, if you're gonna try and get in this Russell Wilson sweepstakes if there is one to go get a quarterback. So I'm gonna ask you the question. I've heard Landry and John talk about this. Mm-hmm. Chris Ballard picks up the phone and calls. No, just, I heard that too. You're just not doing no. it. No, <laughs> there's no way that's a deal. Uh, offer me everything. Offer me your next ten drafts. All right, I can't go there, but. Let's just presume it would be a really attractive offer or the most attractive offer. Yeah. There's no way in the division. No shot, no chance. I know there have been division trades before, like Wes Welker going from the Dolphins to the Patriots. Oh, he's never going to turn. Oh, wait a minute. Look, and Wel- Welker was pretty good in Miami with yeah. Dante Culpepper throwing yeah. him the ball. And he went for a 2-7, and a seven, I think, to the wow. Patriots. Yeah. And look what happened there. There is no shot I am doing a – this, a, a quarterback trade yeah, quarterback, in the division. Can, can you remember a quarterback trade in the division? I can remember a quarterback leaving a place. Actually, twice. Bledsoe. Bledsoe went to the Bills. Donovan McNabb went from the Eagles to the team formerly known as the Redskins. Right. But I don't know if that was a trade, though. Jeez, a lot has happened since and, we last but did this show. But those guys, I mean, Bledsoe, I mean, Bledsoe was still in his prime, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he goes to and he goes to Buffalo. And they're like, we got Tom Brady, we're good. And he goes to it's it's crazy to think about. I I'm with you. I lean that way, but man, you get to a point where you're like, what if it's the only what if it's the only best hey, deal you get? I'm gonna say this: if that is a great offer, there will be others. There's no chance that that's gonna be the only one. Who scares you more going to Indianapolis? We'll leave the Sean out of this. Mm-hmm. Who scares you more going to Indianapolis? Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson? Because Rodgers, Rogers, we know how great he is, Rogers. but for how long is he going to do it? Rogers. Wilson's going to do it for longer. I don't know. Does Wilson really do it for that much longer? He will do it longer, but that much longer. A uh, lot to go over here. Okay, so a week ago, my blood pressure went down. I was calmed. I was put in a state of football relaxation and zen which I don't even really know what it means. But let's talk about that next here on Texans All Access. All right, Mark Vandermeer and John Harris with you. Texans Radio maiden voyage for the 2022 season of Texans All Access. We'll be with you Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. All right, so a week ago, Johnny, Lovey Smith named head coach of the Texans. And I just felt, as I heard him speak at the podium, my football blood pressure went down. I was calmed. <laughs> I was... I was just put in a relaxed state of yeah. confidence, of 
optimism, hope. Not that I didn't have it before. Look, I really felt like this was going to be a good offseason for this team. A lot of good moves being made. Some nice foundation-laying pieces uh, in 2021. And we'd see, to, we'd see the development of these guys and other aspects of the organization. But there's something about Lovey. He's coached a long time in this league. He's been in some big games. I know the record isn't perfect, all right, but he's been there. He's been on the big stage before. That stage we saw last night, he's been there. I know he didn't win the game, but he's been there, and that means something in the National Football League, and I think he's good to go. A lot of energy. He's in outstanding physical shape. I am eager to see what Lovey Smith does as the mentor of the Houston Texans. I am with you. We talked about this on a podcast a few times. I felt the same way. There's a lot of confidence in seeing him, go, seeing him walk up to the stage and sitting. And you were talking at the podium while Nick and, and Lovey were up on the stage, and then you threw it over to Nick, and they made opening statements. And uh, then they started talking. I thought, yeah. Of course, the fire alarm went off and <laughs> kind of – Create a little bit of chaos. Nick for a and while. Lovey handled that as they well did. as humans possibly could. I would have been losing my mind. I would have been losing my mind. Look, we've done shows through all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. We've been in closets in Denver. We've been, <laughs> God knows where, doing shows on the middle of people. And I mean, you know, we've London with people hanging on top oh. of us and off the rafters. Oh, and, oh God. And, and, and yes. Bangers and mash and in front dis- of us. It's disruptive, but the fire alarm may may have taken the cake. But but I'm with you. I had that same I had that same sort of feeling. And then along with all that was kind of a it was kind of like this mini tidal wave of stuff. It was Lovey's being named a head coach. Frank staying as a special teams coordinator, and Pep's coming on and gonna be promoted to be the offensive coordinator. I kind of felt like, Oh yeah, man, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. I like how these puzzle pieces are coming together now. I don't. I didn't want to see our guy Bobby King go elsewhere. I definitely did not want to see James Camping go elsewhere. But that's life in the NFL. No matter whether you're changing yeah. head coaches or not, there's always two, three coaches that are moving on for for whatever reason. And so there's going to be change. But the fact that Lovey taking over and Pep stepping up, being the offensive coordinator with Frank as a special teams coordinator. Frank Ross is going to be head coach someday. When Frank wants to be a head coach and he feels the time is right, not a lot of special teams coaches, coordinators are getting opportunities. Joe Judge got one. Um, but, you know, Dave Taub from the Chiefs should have had an opportunity. Man, maybe still will get one down the road. But I think Frank Ross is going to be a heck of a head football coach when he gets an opportunity. He's been a really good sport, special teams coordinator. He's one, of my, he's one of my most fun guys to talk to. Yeah. Just about, about anything. So that sort of – it's I don't want to say continuity because it's not really – continuity because head coach is different and the offensive coordinator is different but yet there's still continuity there right and with lovey having been there done that sort of thing stepping in and feeling great pride in being the texans head coach as a texan oh that was pretty cool too but now it's time to get to work like okay all the pomp and circumstance and the the press conferences and all that all right get staff together then once the staff's together then you're moving on to what other improvements do we have to make in the building? What else do we have to do infrastructure-wise? And then it's we build this thing for 2022 and beyond. So what do we got in free agency? What are we looking at? What players can we retain? What players are we going to have to then fill? Where's our biggest void going to be? Have to continue, obviously, to work the phones on the whole Deshaun situation. What's going to happen there? And then getting it down to the draft where I think the nuts and bolts of this organization 
on the field going forward is going to be found. I don't know if Nick is going to tell us this or Lovey. We'll ask Lovey this tomorrow. I mean, I'm sure Nick would say something about it, but to what degree did they talk about some of the defensive players they brought in last year? Right, yeah. Guys who are around the league who had promise, like Akamu Grugier-Hill, obviously Malik Collins, guys who had film out there. Yeah. And I want to know what the collaboration was like and what it will be like moving forward uh, because, obviously, this is Nick's baby as far as yep. player acquisition goes. Uh, but I'm wondering what kind of input uh, the head coach is going to have because it's a different situation now. And you're right. He has been here a year, and he's seen the guys. And the other factor is who do you retain? Who right. do you make substantial offers to right. to remain Houston Texans? Guys who are about to hit the market here right. might want to test the market, or maybe you can say, look, we'll pay you X, and you're going to stay here. Who knows how it plays out? There are a lot of different ways that could go. But I'm, I'm excited to see it. It was great to see him get the gig and move forward this way. Davis Mills, a lot of talk about him. He, you, like you said earlier, Johnny, you put it well. He's the starter. No one's saying, look, he's going to play here for 15 years. He's got tenure already. He's guaranteed to be the starter. Nobody's saying that. He's the guy in the driver's seat right now, yep. and he'll have an opportunity to prove himself, and that's all you want to see right now. Yeah, absolutely. And with this whole coaching search, it was a it was a really interesting study in in – human dynamics and just watching people react to certain things and what they what they believed in and what they do believe in, what should be a head coach, what shouldn't, all that kind of stuff. And obviously Josh McCown's name gets gets brought up. And I, and I don't know if Josh McCown will be here. I've said, I said this to you. I said on the air, I think, two, three years ago that I wanted Josh McCown to be part of this organization in some way, shape, or form. And maybe that comes to fruition. Maybe not. But I feel like what's in place it's time to rock now. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Not to say that, you know, 2021 was some throwaway year. In fact, I think we're going to look back at 2021 and think, okay, that's when a rocky ship hopefully found some stability. Mm-hmm. And over the next few years, not only was stability the, the norm, there was more greatness added on top of that and got the team back to where we want it to be like it was in 2011, 2012, you know, 2018, 2019 that now it gets to the point where it's stable for so many years that you just get back in the mix and back in the mix. But I'll say this, though. In the AFC, oh, boy. That's going to be it's tough. tough. To it's crack, tough. Man. It's tough. These quarterbacks in this, in this conference, wow. How about what Nick said, though, during last year, even before last year, about process, about this year's about getting yep. the organiz- organization going, yep. uh, getting a flow. These are my words, not his now. But – you did all that, and like you said, not all the faces are the same, but you still have Lovey here. Yes. And we always felt that way about Lovey, the defensive coordinator. Hey, you have a head coach in the building right there. You still yeah. have Romeo, right? Yeah. Romeo was here last year as a senior advisor. Yeah. Uh, got smart people in the building. Yeah. You got experienced people. You got good brains here to draw the, from. Yes, absolutely. Uh, all right, that's going to do it for tonight's show. Uh, great to have you listening. Texans All Access, Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. Tomorrow night, Lovey Smith joins us. Opening segment, be here. Have a great night, everyone, and go Texans.